0: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
1: It's time for a Big Blue Kickoff Live.
0: Nobody can ever tell you that you couldn't do it because you are On
1: Giants.com. You
0: know what I saw? New York Giant Prime. And the
1: Giants mobile app. 17-14 oh, is
2: the right. final. One touchdown. of the
1: Giants Podcast Network. Let's
2: go there like a bunch of crazy
3: dogs have some fun. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Big Blue Kickoff Live right here on Giants.com and the Giants mobile app. My name is John Schmelk. As always, on Tuesdays, joined by former Giants tight end Howard Cross, taking your calls at 201-939-4513, 201-939-4513, or on Twitter, hashtag GiantsChat, or just reply to my tweet promoting the show, and we'll try to get to them over <laughs> the course of the program. Mr. Cross the Giants are three and one how about that
2: holy smokes can you believe it that's, no that's I can't yeah. it's
3: great it's fantastic
2: well you know things have kind of fallen in the right place for them they caught the right teams at the right time uh, they're playing a lot better they um, won some close games they won yep. some close games You know that that's probably the biggest thing is being able to hold on and figure out how to win games late, late in the game but uh, you know, Defense played very well against against a team that was struggling offensively, but they played well, got a lot of sacks. All you lot.
3: can do is play the teams that are on your yep. schedule.
2: So I, I think all in all, even though you only threw the ball about nine times, I think it was, I think it was a good game.
3: <laughs> it was, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see if I can pull up <clears throat> the uh, play-by-play here so we can go like, through that a little bit. H-
2: hilariously a good game.
3: Yeah, I mean, in Howard, like it's you just don't see teams. They completed nine passes of sixteen attempts. Okay, they had eighty-two total passing yards. All right. So, I mean, it was it's just a deal here. I'm not sure where that sounds coming from, Pearson. We got TV. some. Oh, the, did the TV remote get hit? Get unmuted? There we go. I'm okay. Trying to figure out, I'm like, why do I hear someone in the background?
2: There I mean, we I go. I know my phone is muted. No, <laughs> I, 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 when
3: I when I put my notebook down, I put it down mm-hmm. on the controller. It unmuted the phone. This is professional radio here, Howard, exactly. if you didn't notice. Exactly. So uh, nine completions on 16 attempts, just 82 passing yards. It's hard to win games that way, but I think you really have to tip your cap to a couple different people that got this win in the books, and then we'll kind of look ahead to the future a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, Howard, they ran for 262 yards. They're the number one rushing team in the NFL. 146 with the Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. I want to say great job to the offensive line, Well, I thought did create a lot of space for him on those runs. Mm-hmm. Really nice work. Um, and then the quarterback combined for 98 rushing yards, and so much of that, the Bears were so concerned with Saquon Barkley on those play-action boots, they're over-pursuing the run, and then Jones or Tyrod, mostly Jones in mm-hmm. the first half, was booting out there, and he basically had one defender in front of him who would maybe. either— co- yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And the defender had to either cover, cover the receiver— or go after Daniel, which then gave him the opportunity to either run with it mm-hmm. or hit a tight end for a very easy pass. Yeah. And I thought it was just a really nice job by the coaching staff to scheme that up to create those easy opportunities.
2: I think it was a good job with that. I think it was probably even more prevalent when both quarterbacks were down and all of a sudden Saquon's playing quarterback. Talk about it. I thought that right there was probably the biggest example of, of, of how far the team has come offensively, uh, if, you, if you think about it. They didn't run one play. They ran like seven plays out of a formation where Saquon's in the quarterback position and he's running the exact same plays almost that Daniel was running from an offense. Uh, some people call it wildcat. Some people call it a lot of different things. But there was actually an offensive package that they had and, and Saquon was running.
3: Yeah, they, they, gained, they ran four plays for 18 yards, mm-hmm. which put them in position. And now those are all the plays which Saquon was a yeah. quarterback. The next series, that's when Jones came back in and just handed it off every yeah. time. But yeah, four plays, eighteen yards, and that helped set up the field goal that yeah. gave him the eight point lead. Yeah,
2: and it, and also when when Jones comes back in, he tries to uh, go under center. He can't spin to get back to give the ball off. He tried it once and he almost helped yeah. him. So then they said, <laughs> okay, then we're gonna we're gonna run the play out of out of pistol. We'll put the quarterback in shotgun. And we'll put the back behind him, and then we'll we'll do it that way. And it, it worked out just as well. Now, what was lost in that was that there was no threat of Jones anymore. So they could focus on they could focus on the running back, but it, it really did help out a lot.
3: It really did. All right. So let me talk to you about the Giants decisions they're gonna have to make this upcoming week. We don't know about the health of the quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor, concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones, ankle, and then Davis Webb waiting in the wings as mm-hmm. he'll start if the other two guys can't go. So I think the interesting conversation we'll have here, I'm gonna throw a couple hypothetical scenarios at you, okay? Mm-hmm. Tyrod clears concussion protocol, so he's available. Mm -hmm. Again, we don't know if that's going to happen, but this is my scenario I'm giving you. Mm -hmm. Daniel can play, but can't really run Mm -hmm. well. He's kind of hobbled a little bit. Mm -hmm. Given how the Giants have played this year, do you stick with Daniel, or do you let his ankle heal and you start Tyrod this week?
2: I think that what's going to wind up happening right now, if if you look at it today, and I don't know what's going on. No, neither do I. Nobody knows. If the Giants were practicing today, Davis Webb, he would be starting at if the
3: Johns are playing a football game today, Davis Webb would be the
2: quarterback. Okay, That's so correct. so we're going to figure that today, tomorrow, and possibly the next day, he'll be taking the reps.
3: I would say you're probably correct,
2: yes. Okay, so we're not making any decisions on quarterback based on who's healthy and who's not healthy uh, on Sunday. We're just doing the reps today. Now, Tyrod could be out there. Don't know if he is or not. Don't have Concussion protocol works anymore from from my day to this day. Yeah, the
3: earliest he could be on the field, I believe, is Friday. Okay, and so that would and that would be in a non-contact limited just type just of sitting there watching practice. Right? Uh, he could probably do walkthrough stuff. He could probably do walkthrough stuff, but he, on I don't Friday. think maybe through stuff on Friday and then he'd be clear Saturday he can do a little bit more though so my Those my, you my, know, the, the, yeah, my
2: understanding yeah. was they, they can't watch film or, or whatever digital or whatever it is because the light blinking is, is bad for their concussion
3: I don't know the rules on that but that, that could yeah. be correct yeah,
2: and you know and, and then so so he's not really getting reps or watching
3: no that that right you wouldn't
2: think okay so and Daniel Uh, unless some miracle happened overnight, is not all of a sudden feeling great and sprinting back and getting in position and stuff. So the theory that people are going to look at and want to know is like, okay, if Tyrod's better, what are we going to do? You know, If Daniel can almost go, can we make him play? Like, no. It's It's just not in the cards. I mean, the problem is is that, Whoever is backing up Webb is the emergency quarterback.
3: Which that person does not exist yet.
2: <clears throat> exactly. Right, right, right <laughs> now, his is right, not here. right, right now his me. number twenty six.
3: Or, you, or I was gonna say maybe it's the man sitting behind our control room over mm-hmm. there, Pearson Butler.
2: Maybe. No, it's no? twenty six. You know, it's
3: actually, it's actually a good quarterback name, Pearson Butler. That's actually a pretty good quarterback name.
2: <laughs> you do realize that the Saquon is the emergency quarterback? Yeah.
3: Oh, well, I think we saw that last week, okay, didn't we? Right. I mean, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I was like joking at first, I'm like, I think he's the actual emergency quarterback. Yeah. yeah. yeah so
3: and then you know, Brian LaWerke was here a uh, year mm-hmm. in the offseason. My guess is that since he knows the system, I would have to look back to see if some guy that was with Dable with the Bills at some point is out there on the street. But or, I don't or know. somebody
2: that was with Kansas City maybe more more likely since yeah. that, that that could be the offense that they're more geared towards. I, I don't know.
3: Neither do I. Yeah. So <laughs> so I guess in your in, in your head, and if you're the coaching staff and you're the player you're preparing as though Davis Webb is the quarterback, and you're assuming that yeah. you'll you adjust if one of those other two guys gets back.
2: No, I'm preparing for Davis Webb to be quarterback, yeah. and I'm telling them right now, slide. No matter what, slide. I don't care if you're going to Oh, it, okay. It gets, love, like slide. What do you mean? You mean get, when he get, runs, get, gets get down. down. Okay, get, I got get. Get down. Don't. <laughs> there is no extra yards to be had. You're you. you're it. Okay. So like, let's let's get this together. So that that would be what I'd be doing.
3: I get what Tyrod was doing. You know, trying to stay up on that and he was trying to get the first down, you're shaking your head. You don't care.
2: No, I mean, here's the thing, and I I think Tyrod, I I am very impressed with his toughness and everything. I like that. Oh, yeah, me too. But here's the problem. You come in as a backup quarterback, you know there's no one behind you.
3: Literally, no other quarterback behind you.
2: You you know this. You might make one cut, one move, but you are, okay, we're not going to get a first down here. Can't risk it,
3: or at least go out of. At least try to like dive out of bounds. Like Tyrod lowered his, like Tyrod lowered his head. He he
2: thought that he was like, (laughs) okay, if I can just get over just a little bit more, he won't hit me that hard. Psych.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So I think that's a good way to look at it, Howard. So as you now prepare for the Packers, who are, I think, I think it's fair to say. uh, a higher quality competition than what the Giants saw last week against mm-hmm. the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback the Giants have seen so far this year. Mm-hmm. How do you think the Giants are going to prepare for that game given the injuries that they're facing? And then we'll get to you guys on the phone.
2: I think they're going to go, if it's me, I'd do a lot of the same with the run game. You know, uh, Davis Webb would have to be a threat, but not the actual threat uh, of running the ball. Like a, like like both quarterbacks were before him, I would I would really focus on trying to get the run game going. Uh, and and really make the, make Green Bay have to honor like the worst thing in the world for for a defense is when the quarterback is mobile and the quarterback has the potential to run and Webb's like a, a in great shape and he can he can move pretty good just like the other two guys so he'll be a threat now can he get down and like I said work on his slide I don't think
3: he's quite as fast as either. Taylor or,
2: or he'll be, he'll, he's shockingly fast when you see him run.
3: Howard Cross, Davis Webb, <laughs> shockingly fast. Is that what we're going with? Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: I just think that, I just think cause you just don't look at him as a runner. So like he's going to get out and run. He'll be able to get yards. He'll be productive. He's not going to go out there and blow by somebody for 150 yards. Right. But he'll be able to get like a first down, like a, especially if it's as open as it was last week he could run for like 40 yards before someone realizes he's got the ball. Like these guys like it's like I said, it's going to be a thing where they're going to focus on, on on Saquon and try to stop Saquon. And every time the web rolls over, they're going to have to like honor the they're going to, have to honor the play. So someone's going to be staying home on the backside forever. And that that's going to create the pass to the tight end. That's going to create the pass to the outside receiver on that side. That's going to create a lot of a lot of different things that, you know, Hey, look! I can't run as fast as those two guys, so I'm going to be looking downfield a little bit more. Now, will those guys be open?
3: That'll be the question. And will they protect them long enough to
2: make those throws downfield? Uh, it's not. A, it's not a question of protection at that point when you roll out. That's what. That,
3: oh, on rollouts. Okay, yeah, on yeah. rollouts, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you said rollouts. My bad.
2: Yeah. So that, that the rollout thing was happening a lot last week. Mm-hmm. What was going on is that the receivers they were supposed to be getting the ball in theory. He's not. He wasn't rolling out. To run because you could tell he was like, okay, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's not getting open. And he just took off. Sure. And then you saw even Tyrod did that. He made the turn, looked downfield, looked downfield again. It's like, okay. So, you know, that's what Davis Webb is gonna have to do. Now, the difference is gonna be like, are they gonna still cover him when they know that this guy's gonna come out and try to run? Because if they do, think he could be gone.
3: All right. The other question I'll ask you too wide receivers. We'll hmm. see about Tony and Wondell Robinson this week. Mm-hmm. Again, I think you have to prepare as though they're not going to play, right? And now Gallaty has the knee. I mean, this has got to be an opportunity for Slayton here, right? They kept him on the final 53. There was some discussion reports out there that maybe that was not going to be the case. He forced a defensive pass interference penalty in, in the game against the Bears. He mm-hmm. could have caught that ball also. He could have come up with the catch. And then there was an interception on a pass that was thrown deep to him. where though, some people thought, and understandably so, that he could have done a better job trying to break that pass up mm-hmm. that Eddie Jackson came over and picked off. But is this now the opportunity for Darius Slayton? Look, you've been in this league for a while. You're a veteran. You're a guy that Daniel Jones has had success throwing the ball to before. Mm-hmm. This has got to be a shot here, right?
2: I, I mean, this is how I view every player, not just the receivers and, and Slayton. Like, anytime you get an opportunity, when everything is like kind of rolled into your into your plate, so to speak, eat eat as much as you can because you may not get another plate of right. food for a while thinking of how far he's fallen from, from the grace of the light you know like okay he was in the light him and Daniel were like rookies together almost making plays everywhere together oh my god this is going to be a combination for a long time and then like is Slayton still on the team kind of question like this is your opportunity for not just this season not just to be back in the good graces of of, of, of the team and, and, and the coaching staff but to show everybody around the league hey look I am still the kind of guy you can count on. So that's what he has a chance to do. He has a chance to resurrect his career a little bit in these next few weeks.
3: Two zero one nine three nine four five one three. Hey, Giant fans, join us on Sunday, October 16th, for the Giants and the Baltimore Ravens as the team celebrates Latino Heritage Month, presented by Ford. Yeah. Arrive early to partake in several plaza activations, including food sampling, salsa dancing, Howard will be there for that, live music and celebrity artist DJ Camillo performing during pregame warm-ups and select times throughout the game. Limited tickets are available. Visit Giants.com slash tickets to secure your seat today.
0: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Some 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: Food, huh? I, can get some food. I don't think it's free, though. Oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I thought that they were going to give me some free food. I of like, hey,
3: I'll be there. 201-939-4513. Uh, you'll have to beat the Tino to the uh, free food. You know how fast he is for that. Uh, let's go to Ron in New Jersey. He will lead us off today. Hey, Ron, how are you?
4: Good guys, I uh, appreciate the insights you bring. And I'm going to London Wednesday, Howard. If I bump into you I'll buy you a drink.
2: Oh, thanks so- a lot. I appreciate so- it.
4: How about me, Ron? You're not going to buy me a drink?
3: What the hell? Well, if you <laughs> come to London yet? I will be yes. there. I look forward to my to, to my pint. What, when are you leaving? Uh, we're leaving Thursday night. We're doing. We're taking the red eye Thursday night, arriving Friday morning.
2: I'm glad you told me that. Okay. I had no idea when we were leaving. <laughs> well,
3: Howard, we're leaving Thursday night, arriving
4: Thank you. Friday morning. Appreciate we'll be a that. Be day ahead of you. Yes. So I have still a quick question. One, the, the injuries frustrate us so much. I feel bad for the players. Is there a statistic or a way to measure on how our team does compared to other teams in the league? In terms of I always follow the Giants in terms of injuries. Again. No, I think, I, I, think
2: it, I think it's a lot of teams that are, that are suffering from injuries. And, and someone asked me this after the game. And I was like, listen, I I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news. And and they were like looking at me like, oh, I said, because he was with his kids. I said, when you specialize, you start using, your body has so many reps. You have so many pitches, so many cuts, so many jumps, so many whatever. Believe it or not, now some people may have more than the other person, but your body only has so many reps. And when you start specializing Like When I grew up, I played basketball, football, I ran track. played
3: baseball, too, right? I played baseball. I
2: did everything. So I did everything. So, like, the whole football rep thing, I was getting a few reps during football season. You were using
3: different muscle groups at different times during the year. All the
2: time. Mm -hmm. And these guys, you know, today, and and I'm not knocking them. It's just the the way the trainers, you know, you get the training. It's like, oh, we got to be very focused on making you a better player. I'm like, man, I did martial arts when I was here, played in the basketball league when I was here. You know, for you know, I played in the league thirteen seasons. I think I like it was like my last two seasons. when I dropped out of the basketball league.
3: How many games did you miss due to injury in your career? Do you remember one? That? Is that true? Just they, one. They
2: made me miss that one. What
3: was that's it?
4: not my imagination. No, 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 Ron. No, Ron. Many injuries in your day.
3: No, Ron. I agreed. And if you look at the metrics, the Giants have had by numbers and mm-hmm. games missed more injuries than other teams the last few years. I mean, yeah, they but, have. It is what it is. Yeah,
2: but like you're, okay. you're also, you're also in. And, and was, what word I'm looking for? What was your injury, by the way? I had my ACL was partially torn.
3: <laughs> but yeah, they made you not play.
2: I had they. I literally had a. What game
3: was it? Of the year was it? The end of the uh, year? It
2: was Washington. It was early in the season. So No, played, no, no you, It was eight games into the season. So I, hurt, you, I hurt my knee the last. Hurt my knee the last preseason game of the year.
3: So you played through that injury the whole year? Yeah.
2: Put a brace on and play. Did, wow. you,
3: did you ever have surgery on it or no?
2: I had surgery after the eighth game because we were going to have a bye. So after the bye week.
3: Boy, so you wanted to play a week after having surgery on a partially torn ACL?
2: I didn't miss a practice, so I don't know why they weren't going to let me play.
5: God
3: bless you, Howard, man. No, you, it's just you, different.
2: Yeah. guys have a
3: toughness <laughs> level more than that's, – that's impressive.
2: And So, again, right, so, but the so world's different. Question,
3: if I may. Yeah, go ahead, Ron. Absolutely. Yeah.
4: So, you know, I'm at the game Sunday w- working for those interceptions – Again, no interceptions. And one of you guys on a show last week mentioned that Wink's defense isn't geared for interceptions. I have to tell you, I don't really know what you mean by that.
3: Well, Ron, Could what we you mean by that. elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. So, Ron, when, when teams play more man-to-man defense, right, and you now Wink has actually played more zone this year than he has in the past, but he still plays a lot of man-to-man.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Cornerbacks and linebackers or whoever's playing man-to-man coverage – has their back turned to the quarterback right? because they're trailing the wide receiver. So when the ball's in the air, it's more difficult for a guy playing man-to-man to to get his head turned around and make a play on the ball. When you're in zone, the defenders are watching the quarterback right, with their eye on the wide receiver as well. So it's easier to anticipate jump routes and stuff like that when you're in zone as opposed to man. So teams that are playing heavier man-to-man coverage, generally speaking, have fewer interceptions than teams that play more zone because the guys in zone are watching the quarterback a lot
2: more yeah man-to-man you're usually try to knock the ball down unless the guys in front of you uh, zone you usually have the guy in front of you trying to keep come up on the play to make make a play yeah so you know man-to-man is, is, is great for blitzing and, and and bringing pressure because the quarterback doesn't have a clear view of the of the receiver because he sees your jersey between him and the receiver, and he has to figure out where to throw the ball.
3: Generally speaking, the completion percentage for a quarterback will be lower yeah. against man-to-man, but you'll have fewer interceptions. Yeah, and you're, right. looking, okay. and
2: you're looking at the back of your of, of, a, of a defender as somebody's trying to grab your leg, grab your arm, and you're like, I think he's open. I don't know, and, he, and you don't throw it as well. You
3: know, Ron, I'm going to give you a perfect example in the game. Uh, this is a great example. You know how Fabian Moreau had those two really nice plays in, in the defensive backfield? The first play... He was in zone, right? He's covering yep, the guy in right. the slot. He sees, he says he's watching the quarterback. He sees the pass go to the outside receiver. He leaves his man to get over there to knock the ball away at the sideline, right? If the right, pass isn't right. thrown as accurately, he could have intercepted that ball because he's watching the quarterback makes a play on the mm-hmm. ball. His second really nice play, he's in man-to-man outside on the left sideline. The guy gets a step on him deep. So he's in a trail position in man-to-man. His back's to the quarterback. Well, he's watching the receiver. The receiver gets his hands up to make a play on the ball. Moreau does a great job of getting his hand, like, in between between, the receiver's hands, knocks the ball away. Moreau, if you watch the tape on it, never actually turns his head around to look at the ball of the quarterback. So he's got no chance to intercept that pass Mm -hmm. because he's in man-to-man. I think that's a good explanation of of the difference.
4: Yeah. Excellent. That was... That all makes good sense. I appreciate that, and safe travels, gentlemen.
3: Thank you, Ron. Hope to see safe, you out there, man. Safe travels. Safe travels to you as well. Two zero one 4513 Let's talk some wide receivers with Jerome down in Charlotte. Jerome, what's happening?
2: Hey, guys. love the show. Um, he, he took uh, one of my, my, my second question from me. But um, my biggest thing is, like, when they all bring back C.J. Board, I thought he was going pretty good. It was somebody else that was, he got cut uh, during uh, training camp and preseason. That is better, is doing better than what we got right now. You th-
3: think about Alex Bachman.
2: That's I remember. can't remember his name. Yeah, that's, but that's uh, my second about. question is, wait, I don't feel Galloway, is, you know, wants to be on the team since he's not number one. And why don't they try to loser his contract so we can, he's more tradable and come somewhere else. Well, well here's the
3: thing, they could be number one if he played bad if he I mean the, the door's open for him, right uh,
2: Howard? It, it, well that's part of it, but I, I want you to know when you say he doesn't want to be on the team, you know he got hurt blocking, right? That's a good point. He was he was trying to, you know, keep the guy off of I think it was Saquon or or, or Daniel. And he, was in, and he wasn't just blocking one guy, he, he was trying to roll him into two guys. He was out there fighting for all he was worth. So when when you guys are hearing this, you're hearing other people talk about uh, his effort and all this other stuff, think about that. A guy that's that everyone says should be the number one receiver is getting down and mixing it up down the field, trying to make sure you can continue to, to move the ball down the field and score points. So it's a, it's a bit of an unfair question knowing what he was doing as he was fighting to try to you know spring a guy for a long run. He he's trying, believe me. He's working hard at it. Uh, hopefully, he's he's healthy and he'll get back yeah, at it.
3: here's here's my thing on Galladay, Howard. I'm mm-hmm. curious to see if you agree with me. I, you know, I I know people have put video up and stuff like that. I never, I don't get the sense that he's like doesn't care and isn't working oh, hard. No, isn't trying. He, he's, he's, he just has trouble getting
2: open. Well,
3: and that's kind of important for a wide receiver.
2: Well, I will say this, and in, in all fairness, to Mister Galladay, I said. The term that was used when they were bringing him to the teams that he was so phenomenal at the fifty-fifty ball, contested catches. He was that he was just he was incredible at it, mm-hmm. and I said, "That's not good." And someone says, "What do you mean it's not good?" I said, "It means he's not open. If you're great at contested balls, that means you're not quite open.
3: It and, means the defender's close to you." Yeah,
2: and like <laughs> it, and people like kind of like gave me like, "Oh, you're just being." I'm like, "No, no." I'm so I'm just saying this is yep. it's a it's a fair thing and, and he he'll he'll have to explain it himself one day but i didn't want to be, i don't want to be known as the guy that's great at the contested pass i'd like to be you know I'm the guy that gets open a lot so you know Tyreek Hill gets open
3: no look and that is like when you talk about guys coming out of the draft tower that's mm-hmm. a big point of contention yeah. right and i'm i'm on your side i want the guy that can create separation
2: yeah but, but, right what, well here's the example Tyreek Hill seems like he's always open but when he's not open he will catch a contested ball. Right? Now, he's great at it, but that's not what they say to him. man. You got to get back. This dude's going to go by you. <laughs> oh, this dude's open. And that's what you think about. You yeah. think about it, he's open. The contested ball is a great thing. It, it's good for quarterbacks on out sometimes. but And you, red zone situations, yeah, it could you, be good too. But you want a guy that's going to be, and I'm not, again, I'm not beating on Galway at all, but you want a guy that you know. Is going to be open i got got some quick twitch something that's going on there's like he's going to create separation makes a clear picture for your quarterback it's easier on everybody appreciate the call did Man. he have
3: a, did he have a second part of that question i, that I, I don't, don't forget?
2: know. i think that was his second part was, was that the second part yeah. of the question
3: yeah. oh no <laughs> if there was anyone out there that they could bring in that yeah. might help with the wide receiver core i mean they have a couple guys in the practice squad here already um, as it is, I can go through them for you. They had signed Marcus Johnson recently. Mm-hmm. Um, for the people that watched, Hard Knocks, the the little fast guy from uh, the Lions, Khalil mm-hmm. Pimpleton is on the practice squad. Makai mm-hmm. uh, Polk is a wide receiver on the practice squad. So they've been – and they're always working. You know, Howard, they're always working guys out yeah. too. So their guys are coming in and out of the building, and they're trying to find answers at wide receiver. It's just that, you know, it's, it's tough.
2: It's, it's also tough to have guys coming in that they, that they don't know what you're expecting. Right. From them. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, uh, you know, you would think a 10 yard out a 10 yard out a 10 yard out, but it's not. It's always something different. It's always paired with something else, and you, it, there's a lot to go with it. So the, just the terminology alone can make you think about a lot of things. You need a veteran guy almost to come in, in some cases, and to have a young guy coming in where you're teaching him new terminology, and he's got to learn the terminology. He hasn't been here through the many camps. He hasn't been here through any of the, the OTAs or any of that, and he just shows up. But that's not good, and yeah. just ju- just form just formationally,
3: and everyone has said this is a complicated offense <laughs> yeah. too. So motion, mm-hmm.
2: slide, whatever. Like you watching the game, and he's waving guys over. Hey, let's go over here. You you know what? So guys are like running over. You see that a lot. So it's it's a little bit of work.
3: No, it is. By the way, C.J. Board is currently on the Arizona Cardinals practice squad. Just mm-hmm. FYI, he yeah. is, so he is uh, he is currently. A- Employed, even though he's not on a 53. Yeah. 201-939, and Alex Bachman is not on anybody's team at the moment. 201-939-4513, hashtag Giants. Chat back to the phones. John in Cape Cod is up next. John, what's going on?
6: Good afternoon, guys. Hey, Lance, Paul, you guys are great together with the analysis. Howard, always, always a pleasure, Howard, because your insights are as good as your play always was. Um, it's kind of ironic now that the Giants have so many of these pieces in place and the thing that they thought in preseason was going to be a strength with the receivers is now the weakness between injuries and lack of separation. Um, A year ago, going to London to play the Packers, I would have said it's being thrown to the Wolves. But I think with a healthy Barkley and this coaching staff, they're going to be in a lot of games. I would love to see something like Parcells used to do and shorten the game. You know, I'm in the Patriots' home market. I watched the Giants game, and I taped the Patriots, and they ran the ball down Green Bay's throat with two young backs and a, an a average line. Uh Howard, i before I leave, I'll, uh, I'll pull one thing. Uh, you were spot on, and and I felt the same way with with Daniel Jones. I was just holding his breath when he was running the ball because nobody's going to question the guy's guts and and the runs and the play call and were terrific. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think this coaching staff. They may be outplayed, but I don't think they're going to be outcoached.
2: All the way down
3: the Why, thank you, John. I hate when quarterbacks run the football. Did you know
2: Brady? that? <laughs> Stop. Paul's here. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> that's Schmelk. That's Schmelk. Now go ahead. So, like, the, I think the Patriot game. Thank you. For the call, John. Thank you. I think the Patriot <laughs> yeah, game is is that's terrible. <laughs> the Patriot game is a good blueprint for how to try to shorten the game against against Green Bay. I think that every week that their their receivers at Green Bay are getting more and more familiar with uh, the aforementioned Aaron Rodgers or with his total greatness, which I don't really think is so much total greatness. But uh, I don't. ask you to I, expound on that a little bit. I, I just think that a guy that's supposed to be that good could be able to get more, more teams into Super Bowls. Okay, well, that's fair. Uh, especially in this age where you can't really hit the quarterback. And after five yards, your receivers are free. So, I mean, I'm make, sure
3: he'll contemplate that on his next trip to the no, desert man. in the off season. I think he,
2: I don't think. <laughs> I don't think Aaron cares. I mean, I, 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 not 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 like doesn't care about the game. But I don't think he cares what I say. Oh no, I've seen this I don't Aaron. think Aaron
3: Rodgers cares what anybody I says. I don't
2: think he even knows that I'm alive. So, like, but I, I but I do think that like you can put him in a situation where he struggles, and right. the, the Patriots did that by running the ball, making every every possession count, and he's already questioning his receivers every. Every chance he gets, if they if they have a play where they don't catch the ball, he goes over the sideline. He doesn't mope, but he looks like he's like, hmm. these kids.
3: Yeah, he 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 has a very get off my yeah, like, yeah, yeah, get you know, off my lawn face. He it, really does. Instead
2: of like going and working with them all summer and trying to get them ready to I go. I can't really got to deal with this. Oh. Oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh man.
3: I'll tell you what though, he he, he could he could still spin it though, he man. He could it, yeah. Oh, but, you know,
2: but like I said there's a chance to frustrate him. Will will the Giants frustrate him? I don't know.
3: And the Patriots did frustrate him in the first half of that game a little bit. He he woke up a little bit in half number two, but they did a real nice job against him. He had that pick six that got returned for a touchdown.
2: Absolutely, Again, out of a zone moment. (laughs) Yeah, like keeping guys in front of him.
3: And to John's point, by the way, the Packers, they're fifth in the league in yards allowed per game, just 295. Mm -hmm. Excellent. But they are 22nd against the run. They're allowing 127 rushing yards per game. They're third against the pass. They've been great defending against yeah, the pass. They
2: can, they, can, they can get out the quarterbacks. They can. They have, really?
3: they have a good, powerful pass rush. It's weird. They don't like blitz or do a lot of stunts. They just do straight power and R- collapse the R- pocket.
2: Rashawn R- R- Gary right out of Paramus Catholic right up the road. Mm-hmm. Turned out to be a pretty good player.
3: Yeah, it took him a couple years to figure yep. it out, but he Absolutely. is a powerful pass rusher. Absolutely. Agreed. So, look, and I said this on, on the radio hit I did right before we came on. Up mm-hmm. in Syracuse, that, that that I do every Tuesday. I mean, with, I can't imagine where this offense would be without – Barkley's explosiveness. If you look yeah. at of the Giants, what have they scored now? I think seven touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. I think Barkley has had an explosive run on I think four or five of those drives. Yep. And he's just he's been essential and I think it just shows you, you know, the value of that player when he's healthy.
2: It's the value of that player when he's healthy, but you got you gotta remember that he he he's getting better at a lot of things as well. He's changed a lot of what he's been doing. It's not so much dancing. You'll see him jump cut, jump cut sometimes, and then you'll see that, okay, coaches whisper to him like, hey, we'd rather get the yards than have a blow. You know, if you blow by somebody, that's great. But blow by him on an angle instead of, like, jump cutting. And he'll, he'll put his foot in the ground and go. And when he puts his foot in the ground and go, not every one of them is a breakthrough run, but a lot of them like guys are like, turning down that contact when he gets to that level and like he's starting to see that now
3: yeah look he's just he's been i mean he's been the giant's best offensive player this year and hasn't been close so absolutely it's extremely valuable hopefully they can try to keep that going uh in terms of time of possession i know that's something that a lot of i'm not you know huge on time of possession i'm more concerned with scoring points than Mm -hmm. necessarily possessing the ball but the packers are sixth in the nfl this year in average time of possession, the Giants are 12th. So that's where those two yeah, numbers are.
2: Well, say. time of possession is going to be high for the Packers because, like, again, Aaron doesn't like his receivers, so he's working with his running backs.
3: Another interesting number, and I'm not <laughs> done with you know doing my, my Packers work, but I found this today, which I thought was interesting. Packers lead the NFL mm-hmm. in yards after catch. So the largest percentage of their passing yards have come on yards after the catch, than on air yards throwing the ball, I thought that was interesting.
2: Well, the reason why is again he does he doesn't think they're going to catch the ball if he throws it way down the field, he, <laughs> and he's as much said so. So he's he turns out that it turns out that he throws a lot of balls, uh, quick screens to the outside. He throws a lot of uh, passes to the backs. Uh, uh, he puts uh, linebackers and, and safeties in one on ones with his backs. He gets the ball to them. So, Aaron Jones is yeah, very so you, very good. You, you catch the ball five yards, six yards deep. All of a sudden, if there's not another guy there and you're one on one and you miss the tackle. It's you know going to the house. So yeah, that, we're, a,
3: we're in a situation here, Howard, where the best skill position player on both these teams are probably the running backs. Yeah. Like Aaron Jones is probably the Man. Packers' best skill position guy, and Saquon is for the Giants.
2: Well, they got two good running backs, not just Aaron's. So he's, it's going to be interesting.
3: AJ Dillon's a big boy. Yeah. he is. He's six foot. He's two hundred. And I think he, I saw him listed at two fifty the other day. I have to double yeah. check if that's you know that can change based on where you look that, it up. But he he's a big boy. He could
2: be a problem for you know for our smaller linebackers trying to come up and make tackles.
3: No question about it. 201 939 4513. The Giants' official connected TV streaming app, Giants TV, brings official and original video content and game highlights on demand and direct to Big Blue fans. Giants TV is free on Apple TV, Roku and Amazon Fire TV and the Giants mobile app. Also, I know there were some issues with the Giants Huddle podcast feed, folks. Our top men upstairs have taken care of that. <laughs> so the podcast that <laughs> were up on the Giants app website last week and maybe weren't popping up on your specific podcast platforms or in some cases any of your podcast platforms, they are up there now. Um, I realize one half of one of them is kind of game-specific, but I still, I still really push you. Go back. The interview with Darryl Moose Johnston, I only talked about the Bears game specifically for like two, three minutes at the end. So mm-hmm. he does a lot of good Giants talk the first you know 20 minutes or so of that interview. Go check that out. He does a lot of good stuff, good insight on the Giants. And uh, then my interview with Richie James on the other podcast from last week. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that in the Giants little podcast feed. And uh, Paul DeTito talked to Sean O'Hara as a rapid reaction on Sunday. So I know that they're all up there now. So go check it out on the Giants little podcast feed. Um, and we'll have more stuff. I'm talking to a couple guys this afternoon, Howard, that host the um, Irish NFL podcast. One's a big oh, Giants really? fan. That's cool. So I'm talking to those guys at 3:30 today. That'll go up tomorrow, and then I'll try to grab some other interesting guests out yeah. there in England too. So that'll I, be fun.
2: I, I was laughing because after the game, I do the, the do the the post game wrap up in the in the coaches club. Uh-huh. And after was like this guy comes up to me, goes, "Could, you, could I get an autograph?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." You, yeah, "How you doing?" going "I'm from I'm from." Uh, I forget which part of Canada he says from. I'm like, oh, cool. He goes, I bet you don't know very many season ticket holders from Canada. Whoa. And I was like, very nice to meet you, sir. Congratulations for being a ticket holder and welcome back to the stadium. Glad you got down there. He goes like, here all the time so that that is quite the commute that's a commute
3: <laughs> <laughs> my guess he, maybe he doesn't go to every game he might be you know he sharing said, those tickets he, he with
2: said he's people. down here all the time where so. in
3: Canada is he from did he
2: say man I didn't I, until he said he was a season ticket holder I wasn't really listening I was just really, <laughs> I was being very nice <laughs> Trying to get some autographs in, trying to figure out where my car was parked so I could get out of the stadium. But on the bright side, he
3: didn't confuse you for Paul Dettino, so at least take nah, that as a, nah, as, a I, as a bonus. You
2: know, I, I don't I <laughs> do three. I never get that. <laughs> you know how Paul says three. Three. Does he really? Did you never notice that?
3: What does he say?
2: Three. It says three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I'm gonna now listen. I have not <laughs> noticed that. Have you not that? Oh my goodness! Am I the only one to notice that? I thought this. I thought he sounds like a vampire. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, do you remember Strahan's old nickname for him, right? Uh-uh. Strahan nicknamed him the Count because he looks like the Count from Sesame Street.
2: <laughs> well, maybe that's why he does that, dude. One, two, three. three. <laughs> Paul, I'm sorry.
3: Oh, Pearson, put this up as the, as the video uh, promo. I wish this was on tape. We would totally put this up as the promo. Wait.
2: Do you, do you wait. I want you to listen to him when the number three comes up. <laughs> You're going to die in your spot. You're going to die on the spot. The
3: I number of the day, number three. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Cliff. Uh, God, I have a five year old. Bear with me. <laughs> let's go to I've watched more Sesame Street the last four years than probably any other yep. TV program that's pathetic. Uh, Cliff in New Jersey or New York, rather. He's up next. Cliff, what's happening, pal?
7: Hey, guys. Thanks, thanks for the great show. Um, the, uh, I have a couple of questions uh, about the receivers and also the, the special teams fumble that happened uh, on Sunday. Uh, first of all, th- those Bears really came to play, and they really took it to us. And, and uh, I love the way we responded, you know, I, I, I just, and the way we responded coming off the Dallas game. There's a lot mm-hmm. to feel good about about my team. As far as the wideouts go, um, uh, you know, thinking about um, over the years, listening to commentators about wideouts, they always emphasize how important it is for the quarterbacks to have a working relationship with these guys based on lots and lots of of in-game reps, sure. and the the only guy that seems to be getting those kind of reps is is David Sills. Um, I mean, are these guys really not open on film? Um, And uh, I had a question for Howard about these guys, because looking at Sills, I was thinking, well, gee, he reminds me in his size and his style is it like Jordy Nelson? And then I thought of this guy, Ed McCaffrey, that we had.
3: Look, look, I'll just say this: Jordy Nelson ran like a four-four-two. Jordy Nelson was fast. David Sills doesn't oh, have that okay. type of speed.
7: Well, how about Ed? Because uh, I think that was in Howard's time. He might have seen him. I know he was a third-round draft choice for us, and and he went on to get three rings with other people. And I, I just wondered if they see some kind of upside in David Sills, and they're 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 throwing the ball to him and not to the other guys, unless they're. Really, on film, not open. I'm not I'm not seeing that.
3: Well, Howard, really fast, just so he understands, David Sills and Daniel, like a couple off-seasons ago, David Sills like followed Daniel Jones around the country in the off-season, so mm-hmm. they've thrown together a lot. They do have really good chemistry, Howard. Go ahead.
2: Okay, so no, no matter what happens, no matter what you think or anything like that, it's it's all based on who's going to be open. The quarterback always knows who's going to be open, he, and he, if he can't find guys that are going to be open, then he starts looking towards guys that he thinks – Will make a catch for him when he throws the ball in that direction. And
3: by the way, guys that he knows where they're going to be and are going to yeah, be in the right like place it, at the right
2: so, time. So it's just a lot of it's a lot of that when you're when you're back. Um, a lot of times, also uh, defenses flush you away from the guy that they that they, they, they that they don't want you to throw the ball to. They don't want if they don't want you to throw the ball to, for for instance, Galladay or something. They might put more pressure on that side to keep you away from Galladay and force you to the other side. You're rolling. Away from your your number one receiver, in some cases, I don't think they're doing that to us. But that's something that people could do. As far as guys just being open, then you know, uh, the smaller guys seem to be having the biggest days here with the with the Giants. The taller guys are like uh, are the afterthoughts almost because the taller guys are their longer legs. It's taking them a little bit longer to get down the field. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know what what reasons go behind it. I just know small guys they're really good in small spaces. They get separation pretty quickly, and they were they were the guys who kept, like Shepard was catching most of the balls. And Richie James, and, Richie James and, and is <laughs> done a good job. Yeah, Richie James is catching a lot of the balls. Two smaller guys that are going to operate quick in like the five to ten yard area. They're going to be open fast. Uh, and you hope,
3: by the way, while Ramazan can be that guy when yeah. he gets
2: healthy. Yeah, and so and and you, you're hoping also that Tony comes back. Yep. Tony's mm-hmm. one of those guys. So it's, it's a lot of the guys that like I used to say that, that it's like Tom Brady and the smart and the and the, and the of the dwarfs. So like a, the, he would come out and play. You wouldn't have a receiver over 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 six foot tall,
3: except Randy Moss. He was the one exception because he's Randy freaking Moss.
2: <laughs> did, didn't win didn't win a Super Bowl with that guy. Yeah, he yeah but no, he didn't.
3: No, i least say he didn't. He didn't. Yeah,
2: so he won the Super Bowl with all the other small receivers. He might
3: have had the best offense in history yeah. of the sport though with that yeah. guy. And
2: and a, and one one big tight end. I'm sorry, so, Pierce. I know it's bad memories so, for you. So, but that's how but that's how you do it though. That that's how you that's how you play it. Like you got to have guys that you know are going to get open. And unfortunately or fortunately, though the guys we have right now that are getting open are, are the guys that are smaller guys.
0: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainer, Fistle Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
7: Okay, well, speaking of Richie James, um, uh, I-, I wanted to give him a pass on that fumble. I thought that was a terrific play by the defender. I don't know if anybody else thought so. Uh, there are times... Yeah, go ahead.
2: I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a, unfortunately for Mr. James, I thought it was a little bit of a casual handling of the moment. Like, when you catch Uh the ball, you are, like, if you're going to be a returner, you got to be a returner instantly. If you, Unless you have, like, some of this, that Deion Sanders, I can stand here for a second and let you relax. And then when I start running, you can't get back up to full speed as fast as I'm about to get up to full speed kind of moment. Is that how Deion did it? Oh, yeah. A lot. So he knew his
3: acceleration was that much better. So he tried to get other guys to slow down. He would
2: catch the ball and kind of drag a little bit. To let the and, and see guys' eyes light up like, okay, I got to get over here, I got to get over here, get over here. And when they got over, he would wait for the blocks to get on the opposite side, and he would take off in the opposite direction. And you couldn't change direction. He was just with, too fast. Gone. <laughs> gone. Just embarrassingly gone. And if you didn't have a hand on him or any, if you got close enough to hit him, he would stop. But if you didn't, he'd stop in the end zone or dance on his way to the end zone. so Thank yeah, you, Cliff. Appreciate yeah. the call, man. But so, James, I, I felt like, you know, and again –
3: and it's funny. I did Richie James's the pregame interview last yeah. week, and he actually said to me, um, and that again, that's on the Giants Little Podcast. Joe, so check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, you know, it takes someone a little bit crazy to do punt return now. And, yeah. I, and and I'm and he said to me, I'm willing to run up. And catch that ball in between two or three people because I know the rules are there to protect me. Like, they yeah. can't light me up, right? So he's a guy that's going to be aggressive in those situations and catch the ball even if it's a little bit crowded, yeah. which, again, makes that ball handling even more. When cool.
2: I was on the field and someone was asking me and I won't, I won't you know, give them up. And right someone was like, hey, so give me – why is Richie James doing uh, – when he catches the ball, why isn't he just running right away? I said, okay, real easy. I said, Turn face to turn face to the crowd. They look at the crowds. You see them? Look at yeah, look up. They look up at what? Just look up. They're like, what am I looking at? Just keep your head up there name the three people who are right in front of you right now
3: that's a great it's a great it's a great game and
2: they're like what don't look down just tell me the last three people where are they standing what they're wearing whatever (laughs) and they looked at me they're like I'm like that's what a pump return is looking at only those people that you just kind of saw aren't trying to kill you are running at full speed (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that, no, that, you know how That is that is an excellent way to put it. It's mm-hmm. an
2: excellent way to put it. Yeah, because you like you think when when people say that, they're like, I don't understand why these guys come back easy to look up. No, remember, what, I'm telling you. What, what am I looking at? Rick? Richie said it takes a little <laughs> bit of crazy to do this job, dude. You take a whole lot of faith, man. That's like, <laughs> you got to be a man of God or something. I'm telling you, that that's ridiculous. Yeah,
3: again, go back, folks. Check out that interview. It was really good. Last Friday, John Settle Podcast. Um, Mike in Connecticut, he's up next. Hey, Mike, a lot of different callers today, which I'm really enjoying. Different yeah. voices. Mike, what's going on?
8: Hey, what's going on, folks? Can you hear me okay? Loud and Absolutely. clear. What do you got? Did you, yeah, Howard, I just wanted to uh, – it's an honor and a privilege. Um, you're a great player for the Giants. Keep um you. Charlie from calling in. Oh, stop. you uh, great like analogy, Mike.
3: Why are you saying his <laughs> name 100%. now? He's
2: gonna call <laughs> now. He's gonna he call that. Be, just
3: said his name. I got an open Charlie line that's gonna start alone. blinking. It's gonna be him. I just leave know Charlie
2: it. Charlie alone. Can <laughs> I call,
8: can call yesterday, Pearson? <laughs> no. so we can uh, we can block that out
4: that's if we need terrible.
8: to, but uh, and John. I wanted to apologize to you verbally, uh, give you a mea culpa. I'm the idiot that uh, tweeted to just stay till the end of the game while I was cooking on the grill. So that was uh, my bad. I didn't read. I just. Read.
3: Oh, no, that's fine. I'm just, I'm just having fun with people. It's all good. No, I put up a tweet that I went, with, I went with my daughter to the Yankee game, uh-huh. and. In the tweet I wrote, stayed till the end. And the picture, it had a big Yankees (laughs) win in the background. And then he replies to the tweet. So did you stay until the end of the game? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of made that clear.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, Mike, and you your got? daughter's good with that?
3: Uh, she watched yeah. her tablet for the last three innings. Okay, all right. I was about to say. <laughs> yes, uh, no, that was the old Disney Plus yeah, savior right I, there. I was
2: about to say you're you're like a mean dad, like you're standing to the end.
3: Oh no, dude. she? Was, she was so excited, <laughs> Daddy, I get to stay up late. Oh, she was cool. all
8: pumped up. That's cool.
3: Okay, Mike, what do you got on the Giants? <laughs> no,
8: that was brilliant. I, I appreciate it. So, but um, yeah, when you look at it, you, you, we have a bunch of guys like uh, Gates. Uh, Peart, and Lemieux that are offensive linemen that we can use moving forward. And, you know, Howard, I wanted to take your input on on um, if you were to look at the big picture, and not 22, what I want to look at for 22 is say that's the year that we really started to put our offensive line together for the next decade, and I think we're there, man. I think we're really close. But if you look at your starting do, huh? five based on what you've seen from Gates what you've seen from Lemieux, what you've seen from Azudu, uh, and um, Bredesen. And I want to throw um, Feliciano into the mix. Who would be your starting five if you were to put that team together?
3: Wow. Uh... Now let me just say, we have no idea what Nick Gates is going to look like. That guy suffered a really serious leg injury. So I guess we can do this assuming he's going to be the old Nick Gates and go from there, but I think that is a pretty big assumption given I, the, the the extent of his injury.
2: I think that that it's not fair to like try to put them all in position because two guys are on IR right now or on the pup list. Two guys are
3: yeah, Parrott and Lemieux are Lemieux's on IR, Gates <laughs> and Parrott are on pup. All yeah. of them are eligible to come back now if they're ready. I don't think yeah. They, so all of them so
2: are. like so the reason why it's unfair is because also. At every position, um, running back, receiver, DB, whatever, every position, it takes you four games. I don't know why. Maybe because that's why preseason was always set up. It takes you four games to get your, you know, sea legs back under you so you can start playing again. I don't know why that is. It's four games. But it takes four games to get used to the guy beside you, get used to doing whatever. So I don't know the way it's constituted now, uh, if, it, if there are the five guys together. Uh, I think it'll be more towards the end of the season if everybody stays healthy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all starts to shake out, and if guys do come back, if they're all healthy together at the same time. Uh, the Giants have suffered through the last six years of this rotating offensive line thing. Might be more than that. Yeah, because it seems like every year, God forbid, and, and, and God bless these guys, somebody gets a horrific injury. Yeah. And then that, then you start to rotate guys like a guy that you, you know, he's going to be my utility guy. He can play all these positions. All of a sudden, he's starting. <laughs> he's, you're like, okay, well,
3: and once one of those guys gets more exposure, then yeah. all of a sudden, that's why he's the utility yeah. guy. Well,
2: but it's not even that. Now he's right. he's a utility guy, and like he might be a better center than he is a guard. Right. That too. And Correct. he might mm-hmm. be a better this than he is that. Then you got him in this one spot. You're like, okay, we're going to fill these other spots up and then somebody else gets hurt, and you're like, okay, well, that's the spot we wanted them at. <laughs> so you're kind of like mixing and matching and trying to hold them together. I think they've done a, a decent job with just the five guys they got now. I think both tackles are, are starting to come along. I think Thomas is doing a phenomenal job out there. He's he, been great. Yeah, he's been flawless, and this is like, you know, this. think about how, what year this is for him. This is the first year he's been truly healthy. Yeah,
3: he had that ankle and foot thing bothering him the first three years of yeah. his career. And
2: like mm-hmm. people don't realize that. Like you when you get healthy, you look different.
3: Yeah, and let me I'll say this how I'd like to get your take on it and Mike. You can stay on the line. I'd love to get your opinion too. When you're talking like all right, this these guys are going to be my starters for the next, you know, 3 to 5 years. No. The the guys that I feel good about are Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. Well, I feel pretty good that those guys are going to be in there. You know, beyond that, Golinski only signed a three-year contract.
2: I, I was about to say, Luciano's
3: on a one-year deal, and the it, other guys are coming off injuries, so it, it's, it's hard to it's, say. It's
2: not even that part of it. It's, you have to think about this: you have Neil for like five to six years because he's on his rookie contract. Yeah, five, five, five so years. So you got three more years, I think, with Thomas. Maybe two more.
3: Ooh, he is on. He's going on his. This is his fourth season, believe so it or he's, not. So he's got a
2: year. He's got a year. No, I'm the,
3: sorry. This is. his... Third, third year, year. So,
2: so he's got got at least two more years.
3: Yeah, and then they could theoretically
2: franchise. Yeah, him yeah. For a well, no, they're not going to franchise. Him. They're going to sign him. sign him long term. Yeah. So, totally so, agree. So, so now you got the, you, so you basically got two guys that you have full term contracts with. You got three guys that are you know three positions, not even three guys that we don't we don't really know contract wise how long you can get them, unless you get a, a a young guy on a rookie deal that you can hold in place for a long time. It's hard to say you got an offensive line that can stick together for a long time, unless you yeah. get really lucky and sign a, a young free agent. I yeah, or if you're
3: the Cowboys and you just draft guys in the first round every year for four years.
2: You can do that. <laughs> but, like, again, at the end, they can't pay them all at the same time. It's hard. Yeah. It's very hard. That's just part of it. Mm-hmm. That's how the league's based. No, I appreciate that. And I, I think, um, you know, you guys bring up great points, and definitely Thomas and Neal
8: are the bookends. And I feel like, you know, if we looked at Lemieux, if we look at and I think Azuto run blocking, you know, in, in the game against the Titans, he was pancaking people similar to the way that Thomas pancaked guys the other day.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
8: yeah, Mike, I agree. I, I, I think footwork, we've seen... Yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, no fan. Uh, his footwork in the in the uh, pass protection is something he needs to work on. You know, and I'm I'm confident in this group and I'm confident in Shane and making sure that we get an offensive line that's going to be good for a period of time. I feel like we've got some depth now, you know, when everybody gets healthy. Um, you know, that I, like I said, I think when I asked the question, I was really looking at 23, mm-hmm. not really 22. Because like you said, it's, how can you say what Gates is going to be? How can you say where Lemieux is and, uh, you know, and, and, and Parris? But I think these are guys that, that uh, I think Gates can be the starter if he comes back healthy. I think, um, you know, Lemieux would make a nice fit, or if his can figure out the pass blocking set, he's that young guy you're talking about.
3: Thank you for the call, Mike. Thank look, you. and I think those guys have all shown flashes, Howard, but we haven't seen them do it consistently as starters yet. So, well, look, Except for Gates, but that was pre-injury. Well,
2: the way I look at it is that you had two guys, right, that you're going to be around for a while. You mess around the second, third, fourth round, find another guy that can play. Then all of a sudden, you got three guys on basically rookie contracts, and you
3: should be able to find guards and centers on yeah. day two that can be
2: long term yeah. stuff So, and you got three guys now on on major con, on major rookie contracts, and you got like a, you got yourself the semblance of a line. So that like you got three permanent guys and two guys you think are going to be rotating through. You give them two year deals or three year deals. That's kind of how you have to build it these days, unless you do like like you said, draft a draft a first round pick every year that's a that's a lineman. And for, hopefully, you don't have the ability to do that.
3: Let's go to Scott in New Mexico. He's up next. Hey,
5: Scott. Hey, guys. How are you doing today?
2: What's up? Very good.
5: Uh, I have a couple of questions. As far as uh, the speed of the wide receivers uh, and whether they can get open, there's a lot of receivers in the league. That are premier receivers that are not fast. And probably the best of them is Cooper Cup. Uh, he caught fourteen balls yesterday. Yeah, he, he might not a run 40. a good
3: forty, though, Scott. But if you look at his three cone drill and his change of direction
5: ability, that's right. elite. And that's uh, what I was I about to say, That's what I was trying to yeah, get at, Cooper Cup is open. Deep. Right, <laughs> and he gets open all the time. And uh, I'm not really worried about. It. We have Slayton. We have James. We have the two tight ends. So I'm not really worried as much. I hope Tony comes back, and I hope uh, Wandell comes back because obviously that will help. But right now, I'm not worried about that. I'm worried now for the Green Bay game specifically because I look at the here and now, and I I don't know who played right tackle after Evan Neal went out, but the Giants didn't seem to miss a beat too much.
3: Well, the, with, Scott, that was that was De- that right was Devery tackle. Hamilton, by the way. And frankly, okay. the reason it looked like they didn't miss a beat after he went out, I'd have to go back and count. They probably passed it like four times after he left the game, so he probably wasn't even in pass protection more than a head full of snaps. Yeah,
2: the, 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 the passing game was was null and void.
3: Yeah, I mean I could tell you. Okay. I mean, just uh, I can give you the numbers here real quick. Just I I don't remember when Neil went out exactly, to be honest with you. So I, I can't give you the late, late third. It was the third quarter yeah. he went out. All right, so yep. then yeah, I mean I can. And let me put it this way: the the Giants attempted, if I can get to the damn page, uh, they attempted thirteen <laughs> passes in the game. Right, sixteen passes in the game. Pardon me. Ten of those came in the first half. Yeah, it was So over. the Giants had right. six pass attempts in the second half of the game, and I'm sure some of those came with Neil Stowe on the field.
2: Most of them came with Neal. So Wilson. you're
3: looking at like over. Hamilton was on the field for like two passes, maybe, over. if that?
2: It yeah. was a very, yeah. very rough day in, in the uh, MASH unit. Okay. Uh,
5: so my central question, uh, I'm glad to take it off the air. Uh, sure. In the modern-day NFL... Uh, I'm assuming that both quarterbacks—I'm making the assumption that both quarterbacks won't be ready. Uh, if they go with Davis Webb, which I assume is the natural assumption to make, is it possible to run a Wildcat offense in the modern-day NFL? And what would that look like? Uh, you mean every snap, Davis Scott? Davis Webb. Every snap? I'm sorry? Every snap?
3: Or you mean mixing it in? I don't
5: know every snap, but for the majority of snaps. Could they actually do that against the Green Bay defense? And I'll be glad to take your answers off your guys' names.
3: Howard, you could take that one.
2: One hundred percent is able to do it against the Green Bay defense, and the reason why is if you look at the way that the plays are designed, uh, they're just basically designed the same thing. Where if the if the running back had to throw the ball, he's throwing the ball like five yards, and it's going to be as he rolls out and just tossing it over the heads of of a defender. Uh what's been happening is like you would have the basically you'd be handing the ball off uh to a running back handing the ball off to a running back. In a read or, option, right? In a read option, or he'd be holding on to the ball and running the same way. Uh if they run the receivers across in the in the motion that they they sometimes do. The jet sweep the action. The jet sweep mm-hmm. action gets gets pulls the guy back and he hands the ball off as the back's going following the sweep and he goes the opposite direction whether he keeps it or not. Um, that basically was the the entire offense for the day for the team. The problem is, is when you get stopped or if you get behind the sticks and it's third and long. That's the
0: problem. <laughs> so that, that, that's where
2: that's where the that's where the problem lies. But, but but as far as running it most of the day, if you pick up three to five yards on every down, it could be done.
3: I think it's very difficult.
2: I'm just telling you, it it was done this past week. I mean, the Daniel Jones only scored, for
3: two series.
2: Daniel Jones scored two touchdowns. In the read option series,
3: well, no, I mean, I mean, but Daniel Jones is a threat to throw the ball. That that's the difference.
2: They weren't even looking at him to throw the ball. They were just guarding the receivers down the field.
3: On his two runs, though, that was play action boot. That wasn't necessarily read option
2: again. Fake the handoff. The guys followed the entire run. Like again, the so pers- you're
3: saying just put Saquon in Daniel's spot on those plays?
2: I'm just saying like. It, the only, the only difference is is that if it wasn't if it was Saquon taking the snap, mm-hmm. it would look the same.
3: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, I got, but I got it. But because
2: Saquon's taking the snap, they're not going to be like everybody's rushing to the side to get in front of him. They're going to be like, okay, where is he going? <laughs> right,
3: I got you. I got so, you. Yeah, I got you. I can got you.
2: it be done? Yes. Can it be done with this offense? If there's another guy that you could trust to do it, yes, you could do, you could totally do it. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying that wholeheartedly. You could totally do it because it's impossible for you to, to to account for all the guys that could be running the ball. The jet sweep guy could be running the ball. Someone's got to keep an eye on him. The back that's following the jet sweep guy could be running the ball. Eventually,
3: you want the defense just bring, like, 11 guys into the box. And-
2: exactly. And then you know what you start doing? You start doing the pop pass, Pop it just over their heads and dump it to a guy right behind them. You can't stop it if you don't want them to stop it. The only reason they don't do it all the time now in the NFL is because they don't want, you know, guys want to throw the ball down the field. They want to score fast. If you get behind the chains, it's, it's, it becomes irrelevant. You can't do anything with it. But as long as it's moving and moving forward, it's pressure on the defense. I They're get getting it. tired. They start blitzing. They start bringing guys out of the middle of the field. Things start happening. All of a sudden, you stop, stand up, boom, gone.
3: It's almost like those plays on the goal line where they direct snap to the running back. He fakes mm-hmm. the run, pulls up, and then throws it to, like, the yeah. tight end of the line. Yeah, right?
2: And there are some running backs that used to play quarterback. So that that's the other thing. That, a lot of them, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that bothers guys and stuff. Like, if Debo was back there doing it, you can't, cu- you can't even play a game if Debo Samuels is playing that position. He's unbelievable,
3: huh? Yeah. He's, like he's you,
2: crazy. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. He can catch pass deep. Like, that's not the guy you want back there running that, that for you. That could be a problem for a lot of, lot o- of defenses. O-
3: jokes aside, Odell would be another guy with his Odell, ability to throw Odell the ball. Back he's, probably another not, guy. he's probably not quite thick enough to take the pounding as a guy that gets but, hit a lot, but, but, but he could throw it for if sure.
2: He, like, again, you fake. Canarius Tony, if he was ever yeah, healthy, could you, do it too. Yeah, you fake and everybody starts following Saquon one way, and there's one guy to beat on the other side. You don't want to see Tony coming out the other side at you with full speed by yourself. You mm-hmm. just don't. My
3: guess is that defensive coordinators would figure it out. But we'll see. It'll be interesting to see what the Giants well, decide to do. They figure
2: out all these passing schemes too, don't they? No, they do eventually. Absolutely. Mm, sometimes.
3: <laughs> Let's go to Mike and Oakland, and these up next. Mike, you'll wrap up our show today. How are you?
1: I'm I'm great. You, you, a lot of interesting conversation today. And it's funny You know, listening to you talk about going back to that kind of old school running mm-hmm. offense. But, you know, you... It does mean you're not taking advantage of all the rule changes that you know mean you can't touch uh, receiver downfield. I mean, all the there, can't, can't really a, the
2: quarterback. So you, yeah, you got a lot of freedom.
1: Yeah, so I, um, I'm 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 kind of enjoying when Dan, Daniel's in the game, and that's kind of what I wanted to get your impression on. So you know, every year since we draft him has been an evaluate Daniel Jones year, mm-hmm. and um, you know we all talk about. We spent a lot of time today talking about offensive line and how difficult it's been um, to evaluate him but i i feel like the dallas game was one of the best games he's played in a giants uniform and um and i've been you know on the fence with the guy i mean obviously i want him to succeed but you know whether he's the quarterback franchise guy i i still haven't made a decision but i i, I want to see what you think about whether you're leaning in the direction that he could be and and i am and, and this is one of the main reasons Um, There have been flashes. And like I said, the Dallas game, I really liked the way he played. I thought he was great. Um, And he did what he needed to do last week, too, against um, Chicago. But then I started thinking about last year. uh, We were a bad team, four-win team. And when he uh, was in, we were not a good team. But when he went out, man, what a change. And I've kind of always... Justified my belief in players by what a difference they make to the team when they're not in, so that that's kind of you know when I bring that evaluation in um, how bad we got when we lost and it it kind of makes me um a little more comfortable thinking like this guy really could be that franchise quarterback what do you guys think
2: well here's what I got for you like there there are two factors you have to think about that go around the league always new gm new coach they want their guy. Daniel can be their guy. He can absolutely be their guy, but he has to like be overwhelmingly good to be their guy. The problem Daniel has is that um, he's following up a you know a thing a group of injuries to his interior offensive lineman, where he's trying to play week in and week out with guys that that may not be here next year, may not be here whenever, may not be the guys that are here at the end of the season because guys got healthy. And that he's evaluated on all of this. He's not evaluated on, on, on just his play. He's being evaluated just period. And not
3: to mention the wide receiver issues. Yeah,
2: yeah the, the wide receiver issues. So there's a lot of stuff, unfortunately, for Daniel that Daniel's going to be evaluated on. So the question is, as you're building your program or building your team, uh, are you able to build your team with him still in place? Problem.
3: Well, especially you, since you got to pay him after. Yeah. Ding,
2: ding, ding. You got to pay him now. Yeah. Can you afford to pay him and still try to build a team? That's going to be the question where Daniel has to kind of make up make his, you know, make his make his bones, I guess. You can't really even franchise him. The amount of money you got to pay really, a franchise quarterback. Yeah.
3: You're going to 30 something, like around 30 million, 40 million, give million give
2: 40 plus million dollars cuz it's Well, like,
3: long term, the franchise, the first franchise tags is around 30.
2: That's, you that's might cool wanna, you no, may want to cool you, cool cool. you it may you cool. may want to check that because I know I the, the top the top four guys coming up that's what they're going to get right. So like that that's yeah. that, that's where that's where the rubber kind of meets the road. That's why when he tweaked his ankle, he was running on the sideline. When, when Daybell's like, okay, uh, Tyrod, you're going in. Daniels like, you know, if you need me now, I'm here. The I'm
3: exclusive here. franchise tag. Yeah. Could be, and that means nobody else can sign you, no matter what. Yeah, that gets close to forty. Mm-hmm. If it's the non-exclusive, wow. which means someone can sign him, but you get two first-round picks in return, mm-hmm. that's around
2: 30, 31, 32 Yeah, so that's two, that, that's a big number. Mm-hmm. Big, big number. number. Well,
1: and when they've been talking about giant salary cap for next year, and it, us being one of the best teams in the league, um, I guess I haven't really seen how. Um, you know which contracts are coming up, and you know an estimate on what it would cost to preserve the guys we want to keep. So I really well, don't know where we uh, sit with uh, the, our ability to keep guys.
2: The biggest two people probably in the contract uh, thing that, that that fans would think about would be Saquon's contracts coming up, and, and Daniels. And Daniels is coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, there'll be some other contracts that that are alongside of those. That are still good, you know, guys. With their contracts up. I think it's like one or two more. I'm
3: trying to think of the other main free agents. Those are the main, main guys two. because Blake and Sterling were going to be two of the guys, but yep, now they're, they're now, now with both. the injuries mm-hmm. and Blake not being here
1: anymore.
2: So yeah, um, so that, that's about it. It, 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 it. What about Andrew
1: Thomas? When's his contract? He come is. Up? He has
2: two more years on his rookie deal. Yeah, he's on his rookie deal. They'll probably try to extend him next year or something. I'm sure probably. they'll extend yeah. him whenever they yeah. wants to. Yeah. You know, he's that good. So that so that's that's yeah. what you're basically looking at. You're not. It, it's not this thing where you can just, okay, the team can stay together forever. It's like yeah, you got salary it, the salary cap keeps it, keeps it moving, and keeps Mike, it rolling.
3: I'll throw one other thing into the equation now. Can Daniel stay healthy? You know, he's had, he's missed a number of games each of his last, each of the years of his career. Yeah, I, and now he's injured again. So, how willing are you to extend that type of mon- yeah, money it, to a player when he, you worry about his ability to stay I, healthy?
2: I tell people that he's, he's, he's not Eli Manning. Eli Manning he was, was, was... was He took a licking and kept on ticking kind of guy. He was a Timex, but you know got surgeries after season, didn't talk about him, nobody knew what he was doing, just came back in... Oh, all shucks, and just kept playing, and you guys kept hitting him and beating him up, and he just kept playing. I
3: mean, he played with that shoulder injury. That yeah, he played with the ankle injury.
2: Yeah, I so mean, you don't. So you don't really know broken ribs. Well, to be everybody. fair though, I mean,
1: no, I mean, Eli's my favorite quarterback of all time. Period. Yeah. He's my guy. Um, big game, Eli. Right? I mean. uh but I would say the other, the other thing, you know, when I was watching the Chad Powers thing, the think fast, run fast, mm-hmm. I was laughing. I could not stop laughing. I played it like three times. My <laughs> wife was getting really annoyed at me because, you know, it, if I had an ankle injury, nobody would notice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. And I, I mean, oh, I love the guy, mean. but I think he'd agree. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Appreciate the call, stuff. That's awesome. Stuff. Poor Eli. They still taking shots at me. you. Better be careful, cause Eli's funny now.
3: <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like he was, Eli was always had the sense of humor. I just never thought he'd be a guy that would like want to go on TV and no, he, stuff.
2: He's totally funny. No, he, he loves it, man. Yeah. He's, he's he he does a great job. I'm I'm very happy for him.
3: And look, I know a lot of Giant fans don't like him. I think Buck and Aikman do a good job. So I would I would normally be excited to watch them on Monday Night Football on ESPN mm-hmm. now. I can't not watch the Manning cast. It's great TV. It's
2: hilarious TV. It's
3: good TV. Yeah, I can't li- not watch it.
2: Eli's in his basement laugh. It's just, it's just funny just Him to just. And the
3: just taking shots at each other for constantly. three hours. It's oh, fantastic. Yeah.
2: They're being brothers. And
3: boy, Jalen Hurts, man, he can't. Did, did you watch it last night at all?
2: I watched a little bit. of Jalen Hurts came, comes off so
3: well. What a, what a good kid, man. What a good dude.
2: Hey, man, he, I know he finished at Oklahoma. Bama guy. That's a that's a real bad And look, guy we
3: there. all knew coming out that in terms of like checking the box on character off the field, toughness, he checked every box and now he's start looks like he's figuring out the throwing part of this I'm, thing.
2: I'm very happy for him. So it's, am I. Especially well, every I mean, love Tua, love love Jones, love the whole crew, all the quarterbacks went through that area. I, I got it, but man, that kid was like he was a winner, man. Lost like two games and, and all of a sudden got set.
3: And the way he handled Tua <laughs> yeah, taking his job yeah.
2: Pro, pro, man, pro. pro. I'm like, wow, that kid's gonna. They're like, oh, I hope he can make it in the league. I'm like, that kid's gonna make it in the league. And, and it's
3: funny, it. and and you know what? And I will, and you listen to scouts talk about this stuff, Howard. And you know, when I, you know, I try to do my work on these college guys, and mm-hmm. and I can see what they are now watching them play, right? Yeah. And scouts tell me sometimes. I know Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, or do NFL Network stuff, are always mm-hmm. on about this. You probably played against Bucky, right, when he was in the league? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they're like, well, you have to consider the person, who they are, and whether or not you believe in their commitment to becoming better and becoming a better player. And obviously someone that is not a scout and is sitting in here watching video, Mm -hmm. I can't figure this stuff out. But everyone said in that draft – this is the type of guy that you roll the dice on, even if you know he's not where he needs to be now in terms of a passer. And at least, again, it's only four games. we got a long way to go, and I'm not crowning anybody anything yet, but it looks like he's starting to fulfill that potential that people talk about.
2: Everybody, I won't say everybody, most players getting drafted once, they want to play. Now their motivation could be a lot of different things. Maybe they want to win a Super Bowl one day. Maybe they want to be the greatest player of all time one day. Maybe they want to be whatever. A lot of them just want to get paid, That's which it. is which is respectful, you know. Because I should have probably been more that way when I played. Oh, and but, everyone deserves to get their money yeah. if they're really good, no question. But when you when you come across guys who just want to get better and be good at the craft, those are the kind of guys that you really really want to have yeah. on your team. Mm-hmm. And it's not you you see some of them you think you see some of them but when you when you want to run across one you really know and i tell i tell young people this all the time i'm like hey look want to be good at everything don't want to be good at one thing everything because if you're good at everything that that will shine through and people will know who you are if you're a good person you're a good student if you're good good at helping other people like or whatever sports you're playing you're going to be good at that too but if you're just trying to be good at sports you're going to be losing out on something else in your life, and, and sports will, sh- will shrink also.
3: Circle it on your calendar, folks. Uh, October 16th, Sunday night football, Cowboys at Eagles. <laughs> that should be a heck of a game. Dallas goes to Rams next week, so they might not be 4-1. and one. They might be 3-2. and two Well, because that, gonna that's going to be
2: interesting if they bring Dak back.
3: That will be. But that Cowboys defense... I would
2: not bring Dak back to that.
3: I I guess that pass rush, I would be... And you know what? the the next two weeks?
2: Can't squeeze the ball.
3: Home versus the Bears and Lions.
2: Oh, yeah. Perfect timing. (laughs) Perfect timing. But
3: anyway, I would love to see... My point is that...
2: Bring him back in. What quarterback controversy? Look how well he's playing. Exactly.
3: No, Howard, time that thing very carefully. 100%. But again... Hurts against that Cowboys defense on Sunday night, October 16th. That's in two weeks. That's going to be a fun, fun game for Giants fans to yeah. watch. All right, everybody, thanks for being with us. Thanks to Howard Cross. Sorry for going a little bit late here, but I thought that was a good conversation. Yeah. I didn't want to end it. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. That'll be salzburg DeTino. Uh, 12.30 on Big Blue Kick Live. And again, you go sure back it be you, John? on that. It will not be me. <laughs> uh, I will be getting ready to go to London. Uh, and so again, go to that John Settle podcast feed. They're all up there now. And you can go check out those episodes from last week. For Cross, for Pearson, I'm Schmelk. We'll see you next time on Big Blue Kickoff Live.